Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hockey Canada and its so-called National Equity Fund to settle sexual assault claims, as well as, as, well as other uninsured liabilities like harassment, apparently is history. Now Hockey Canada says the fund will no longer be used for such purpose. CEO Scott Smith and his predecessor Tom Rennie will be back before the Standing Committee on Canadian Heritage in Parliament this coming week. In a few minutes, we'll talk to Lisa Hefner, Hamilton Mountain Liberal Member of Parliament and a member of that committee. But it's going to be Tuesday, I think, this coming Tuesday, when uh, Mr. Rennie and uh, uh, Scott Smith will be before the uh, the inquiry. And this, of course, is about players alleged to have been engaged in the gang sexual assault of a young woman in London, Ontario, in 2018. And now the question is, was uh, was this properly, uh, p- perhaps not properly investigated? London police have ordered an internal review of their investigation into the case. And there's now growing concern about an alleged group sex assault on an unresponsive woman by members of the 2003 Canadian Junior National Hockey Team in Halifax. Three of the players who were on that team have already said we had nothing to do with anything like that. Apparently there's a video out. That was the, the word that uh, a TSN reporter had uh, been told about a video. So what happens now? What's most likely going forward from a legal and criminal perspective? Ari Goldkind, this criminal lawyer in Toronto and also a a media pundit, uh, Ari, this is one of these cases the entire country is paying very close attention to, and rightly so. So the first question out of the gate, and this is one people are asking, when it comes to this kind of situation, charges not laid or, or situations investigated by police in 2018, they didn't lay any charges, does that mean uh, that technically it's over? Is there some sort of statute of limitations that could be involved? No, that's an easy question, Roy. Good afternoon to you. There is no statute of limitations on any investigation or if new information comes to light, and that's both for civil claims of sexual abuse and also for criminal charges of sexual assault so long as they proceed by what's called indictment, which in our country is similar to a felony. So the short answer to your question is no. Whether it be 2003 or 2018, charges could come forward. Whether they should or will is a completely different question. Okay, let me ask you what your response is as a criminal lawyer. You've been in this business for a long time. Uh, what is your? What are the questions that you have? What What's got your antenna up, other than the, the nucleus of the case? Well, what has my antenna up, Roy, is just how nails on a blackboard Trudeau's comments are that you played there. Once again, he's speaking about things he knows nothing about. He seems to be clueless as to how the criminal justice system should or should not work or civil justice. Why? The scandal of this, Roy, is just what a non-scandal it is. And let's separate out for a moment 2003, the video that you're talking about, which if the reporting of uh, a very intrepid uh, TSN reporter is accurate, really does reflect the sexual assault. If a woman is unconscious or out of it on a pool table while six men are taking their turns having sex with her, that's not having sex. That's sexually assaulting her. But let's now go to 2018 because the 2003 one, there is no reporting that I've seen, Roy, 
that Hockey Canada knew about that up until the other day. So if they didn't know about it, there's no scandal there. Let's go to 2018. In 2018, the young woman goes to the police. What most of your listeners don't know, Roy, is what I'm about to tell them. And I emphasize, they don't know this. That slush fund that you talked about, or the reserve fund, is 2% of that fund is reserved for these kinds of claims. Almost every sports league has them. Most major corporations have them. Where does the criminal law fit into this? She goes to the police, and in a dedicated unit of the London police force, there's called the Sexual Assault and Child Abuse Team. Four out of five complainants or alleged victims, when they go to the police, they could say Roy Green or Roy Green's producers sexually assaulted me. And whether it's bunk or whether it's a good charge or there's no evidence or any evidence, Roy Green's getting charged. As of 2017, Roy, and you may remember this, there was an article in the Globe and Mail called Unfounded. This is post-Gomeshi, where that statistic came out, and it was only one in five, one in five, where the cases were not brought and charges weren't laid. So the point I'm making to you, Roy, is when the young woman, and again, one of the best law firms in Canada in 2018 and onward investigates this, and the police say there are no charges to be had. That is extraordinarily rare. Almost always the men or males would be charged. London police would be chomping at the bit to charge uh, back in 2018, but they felt it could not go ahead. The scandal here is this idea that there are eight young men out there that are rapists or sexual assaulters when there is no evidence to suggest that. And Hockey Canada, in my view, Roy, demonstrated their lack of spine by writing a check to this young woman. Why? Because they didn't want the PR nightmare that they're facing now, so they thought by writing a check, it would all go away. Um, why do you believe, then, that the chief of police in London wants it looked at again? Yes, that's the best question here. Uh, chief William in London, is facing a tremendous amount of pressure. I wouldn't even be surprised, Roy, even if there's no real new evidence, nothing that they didn't know or had reason to know back then, that he doesn't lay a charge because police forces are political creatures. They know that the public will look to them and say, well, why didn't you charge? We don't even know what the woman's position is on this, Roy. There is so much reporting out there that begs questions that does not provide answers the chief of police i believe and i would debate this till the cows come home until the evidence comes out to the contrary remember different than 2003 the chief of police in his very cleverly worded statement you have to look at it again roy to see just how clever uh it was he talks about how thoroughly this was investigated but he says there may be some other avenues for us to explore and we're going to do that in our own time. If that isn't a PR statement or a political statement to take some heat off what was probably a very proper, reasonable, and rational decision not to charge eight men, then that to me is what's going on here, and I look forward to evidence coming out. If I'm wrong, I'll be the first to come out and say, hey, they have access to something July 23rd, 2022, that under no circumstances could their investigation have led them to in 2018. Other than that, Roy, this is pure PR. So we also heard that there was a text from the player 
to the young woman, yep. wondering, asking if she had gone to the police. Yeah. So, Harry, how so, does that fit? So there's a text and there's videos, and just to bring your listeners into even more details, there's conversations that tell us that the woman did not want to go to police. This is the alleged uh, victim. When I use the word alleged strongly, I'm not prepared to call her a victim. I'm not prepared to call these men rapists, where she's on video as well, saying, I knew what I was doing. I was sober. There is some talk that she says I was intimidated. That's what there was some that she says there was some pressure to do it. She did not want her mother calling the police. The mother was behind this. We haven't seen all the video. Perhaps there's more video. But at this point, Roy, the the public is also being misled with this idea that a drunk person, because there's no dispute here, it seems like she was drinking, that a drunk person cannot consent to sexual activity. That's again very different, Roy, just to take people back to 2003 where you had somebody essentially unconscious or incapacitated on the pool table. So there's a lot going around here, Roy, that if you really follow the money and organizations that really get, get a lot of funding and dollars off this kind of scandal, you can never, in my business, Roy, or in any other business, you can never choose to stop following the money. And that is much of the reason we're having this discussion today, including why Tim Hortons left, the government said we're going to stop funding. You cannot take the politics out of this, and I'm not prepared to say London police uh, did a bad job in 2018. Okay, so I have less than a minute here. Yes, sir. So 2003, 2018, a little voice in the back of my head says, what if there were other years in that same, within that time span when the same sort of thing happened? I'm not saying it did, but there's a little voice in the back of my head saying, what if? Well, I don't have the answer to that. But in less than a minute, there's also comfort here that there are 15 years between these incidents. The reserve fund. Well, those two incidents. But what if there were other incidents within that time frame? I'm, I'm going to come to that in the 30 seconds I have left. Those numbers tell us something. I only work off evidence. And the good news is, if this sends a message to other young men on junior teams, don't be going to hotel rooms and having sex with six of your buddies with a woman who's inebriated because it's either going to be viewed as sexual assault or it's not going to do anything to help you. If it makes these young men think twice, whether it be 2015, 2018, or 2022, anything like this will have a chilling effect, hopefully, on young men with alcohol. And you, you've had me on, Roy. You know my views of alcohol. I think it's the scourge of society. I have to take Perhaps a break here. Perhaps it makes men better. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.